Join me as we discover the secret to the cave of the seven sleepers. To sleep 200 years, that's a long nap by anybody's standards. I'm here in the foothills of Selchuk, Turkey. It's an area that's surrounded by several caves, and legend has it that around 2nd century to 3rd century AD, there were seven young men who had a love for God. They were Christians, but Decius the emperor had other plans. He was not a Christian. He didn't like Christians. He called everybody together for one particular day and wanted them to bow down to their idols. On this particular occasion, as he asked everybody to come, these seven young men who were soldiers came, but they would not bow down. The emperor was, well, he was very upset. He stripped them of all their military rank. He stripped them of the military uniforms. But he said, you know, fellows, because of your military service, I'm going on a campaign, and when I come back, you better be ready to bow down to my idols. These brave young soldiers for Christ counseled among themselves what was the best course of action. They finally decided that they would hide themselves in the caves and the caverns right up here in the foothills. They would dress someone in pauper's clothes, send them to the city to buy food, and that's the way they existed. However, when the emperor came back, he discovered that they had not recanted. They would not recant. He gathered workers from all over. They came up to this location. They began putting stone after stone in front of the cave until finally the cave was in complete darkness. Legend has it that God caused a deep sleep to fall upon these young men, and they slept for 200 years. At the end of 200 years, around that time, a farmer needed stones to build his house. He came up to this area and began removing stones from the cave entrance. He found a little box. The little box contained an interesting story. It was written by two Christians who actually were the workers for the emperor, secretly. Secret Christians who wrote down the whole story of these young men to memorialize them in what they figured was their death sleep. Well, after all the stones were removed, the young men woke up. They just thought it was another day. They dressed. The one put on his pauper's clothes, went down into the village to buy food. But when he paid for the food, they looked at it, there was something strange. This was a 200-year-old coin. They thought he must have stolen some treasure. They grabbed the young man. They took him up to this location because he said, no, 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 this is, this is where I've been living. They looked and they found all these men were alive. Now, what was very interesting is the old farmer who'd built the house next door, he'd heard the story too. He came, he shared what was in the box, that these young men had been resurrected. Resurrection in town. They had been discussing the resurrection. They were all now Christians. They no longer had persecution, but they were all Christians fighting over the resurrection. There really wasn't a resurrection, they said. But indeed, there's evidence now. These seven young men had been resurrected to new life. So legend has it. After the day of excitement and celebration had passed, 
God again caused a sleep to fall upon these young men in their cave. Since that time, they built a church here to memorialize that occasion. Not only is it mentioned in legend here in Christianity, but the Quran even mentions this very legend. Galena, thank you for inviting me to your office today. I'm very happy to see you here in my office, as well as my co-workers from the Bible school. Now, I think I heard of you the other day when I was talking to Ludmila. She said she walked clear across town to talk to you. Yes. Now, I heard about her end of the story. Tell me your end of the story. Ludmila. Людмила is one of many people that came to visit our Bible school here. We have the privilege of having a lot of people come and because we have a local radio station. In other words, you have a lot of people like Ludmila who, who come to the studio here and, and to talk with you? Yes, the people here in Tula have the opportunity to call us and schedule a day to come in. And we gladly invite them. When people call you or talk to you, what do you do? Walk me through the process. We invite them, we sit them on a sofa in the hallway, or even here in the office. Usually people come into the office with the problems, not only because they are curious what is going on in the office. Поэтому то, что в других странах, естественно, и они, естественно, могут обратиться к Писанию, решить как-то свои вопросы в молитве с Богом. People in our country will really turn away from Christ. Like in other countries, they have the Bible, but here they have us to help them answer their questions. Now, Ludmila sounded like you almost took her by the hand and you connected her with the pastor and the church and, and fellowship and Bible studies, but yet you say that's, you do that a lot. The case of Ludmila was different. Usually people would sit down, explain me their problems, and we would try to help them with the best of our ability. But she was different. She was very open and brave. Now, I understand you get a lot of, a lot of mail. Uh, our regional director said sometimes it's, it's bags full of mail. Yes, we get about a thousand letters a month. 
For the time that we have been working, we received about half a million letters, but we reply and send out twice as much, because there are those who either forgot about us or they lost the connection. We send them a letters to remind them and to offer our Bible school again. There are times when you can't watch television. The Voice of Hope radio broadcast is a wonderful alternative. You will discover topics on healthful living, family matters, and spiritual subjects too. Depending on your location, Voice of Hope can be heard on FM or shortwave radio. For frequencies and airing schedules in your area, visit the website on your screen. As you can see, AWR is frontline mission radio. Our first priority is to travel where missionaries cannot go. We broadcast thousands of hours each day in 70 major languages of the world. AWR has the capability and capacity of blanketing almost 80% of the world's population. Not only do we broadcast via shortwave radio, but our signal is on over 1,000 FM and AM stations around the world as well. Our podcast subscribers, internet users, satellite downlinks are growing rapidly, evidenced by the 100,000 plus emails, letters, and phone calls we receive each and every year. Yes, AWR is your mission radio. No walls and no borders. For AWR, that means change lives and change hearts around the world because God is using the airwaves of AWR to reach people everywhere. While driving in your car, you no longer need to listen to depressing news or secular subjects on the radio. The Voice of Hope radio programs offer you uplifting, positive, and spiritual themes. You will find encouragement, joy, and peace of mind. Depending on your location, Voice of Hope can be heard on FM or shortwave radio. For frequencies and airing schedules in your area, visit the website on your screen. The miracle was apparently first described by Bishop Stephen of Ephesus sometime between 448 and 451. It seems to have been immediately accepted, perhaps in part because of its usefulness for a current controversy having to do with the resurrection of the body. The grotto associated with the seven sleepers became a highly venerated site and a major place of pilgrimage from the 5th to the 15th century. Many people were buried in the grotto with the sleepers. A brick church was built above the seven original tombs with mosaic floors and marble facing. A large domed mausoleum was added to the cave in the 6th century. Excavations were carried out in the grotto between 1927 and 1930. Intriguingly, the archaeologists discovered that the cave complex predates the legend by several centuries. An abundance of lamps found in the grotto date from before the 5th century, and not all of them are Christian. It is interesting to note that a cave of the seven sleepers can be found not in Ephesus only, but also in Jordan and Syria, and near the ancient city of Tarsus. In each place the story is told differently, with the length of the sleep ranging from 100 up to 300 years. Do you see the Holy Spirit at work in, in your ministry? 
Yes, it's undisputable that the Holy Spirit works. I have seen miracles through the radio program, and overall, the radio in my life is very important. That's why I could say that I came here to work for the Voice of Hope. What's the most rewarding part of your work? This job between the walls of this ministry is inspiring. I love this job. Before this, I worked as an engineer. I finally found out about church and about God. I communicated with them for about a year or two. This was very interesting and inviting for me. But my friends and my relatives thought it was a terrible place to be and thought it was illegal and tried to save me from it. They tried to scare me tried telling me that there were sacrifices being made in church. Then one day a radio station came on the air and I realized that these weren't people hiding in basements. There were people coming out and speaking about God over the radio. At that time evangelistic meetings were at the center of town. I went there to see for myself if those people really that bad. When I went there, I saw Peter Kulakov, Nikolai Nikolaevich Mitlov, and they amazed me. I was astonished with their word and the hope that they give people. I as well wanted to do something for Christ. I wanted to help with what they were doing. You first thought we were sacrificing children and, and whatever other crazy things, but then you found AWR on the radio dial, you went to see for yourself, and now here you are, 16 years, and you're doing all the Bible studies and leading others to Christ. Yes, this story with Ludmila is exactly how I came to this radio station. She did the same thing. What made you turn on the radio and you heard the radio program? I have a radio receiver here in my office. I would like to show you this radio. It has three channels. Here are two wires. One is a power wire and the other one is used to plug into receiver. So tell me, what was that first time like when you turned on the radio program and you heard it. What did, what happened? I wanted to be with Christ. 
I was interested to know more about these people who were praising the Lord. They talk about Christ and give people hope. For me, that was a lot, and it was a turning point in my life. The influence of the Greek gods on the culture was pervasive. The myths and beliefs of the Ephesians were rooted in the stories of the Olympic gods. Even today, myths about different cultures and religions skew the thinking of many who seek the truth. Stories of strange beliefs are told to scare people away. The Olympic gods of Greece were found represented all over the Eastern Roman Empire. The Greeks worshipped 12 major gods and goddesses. Zeus was considered the most powerful of the Greek gods. The Greeks built temples to shelter the gods from the elements. The worship of these gods can be seen in the temples built throughout the empire. Were you an atheist at the time? You were an engineer, so you had a lot of education. Were you an atheist or what did you believe? That was interesting because I was atheist and at the moment I lived with my grandparents. I always tried proving to them that there was no God. I told them that Gagarin went out of space and he didn't see God up there. I'm pretty sure that the reason why I came to Christ is because I still contained roots from my grandparents. I believe that having them as a believers made it easier for me to turn to Christ. They were too scared to tell us about God. That time were hard. People were getting persecuted for believing and acknowledging Christ. I know they prayed for us, and they were asking God to open up to us later and our future, and through the radio this happened. We had a Bible in our family. It was gift to my grandfather at the end of the seminary. The Bible was printed before the revolution. My grandfather finished the seminary in 1915, and the Bible was a gift right after that was done. But I found out after I became a Christian. They never told us because they were afraid. Omar wanted to learn more about God. He had an emptiness in his soul and could not make sense of the troubles and problems in this world. One day, he listened to the Voice of Hope radio program, where he found insight, understanding, and hope. You can too. For FM and shortwave broadcast information, visit the website on your screen. One of the favorite things people like about AWR is its stories. We have stories from all over the world. Some of them involve danger, many of them involve miracles of God, but certainly all of them involve the miracle of changed lives. I've written a little book of some of the favorite stories, In the Face of Death, another, Radios Given by Angels, 
coming to Christ in a Muslim country. These and many other stories. It's simple. Just log on to www.awr.org storybook and you can download your free PDF version of stories from places where missionaries cannot go. Do it now so you and your family can immediately enjoy these incredible testimonies of changed lives from around the world. So don't wait. Log on now to www.awr.org storybook. I found the Voice of Hope radio program on my shortwave radio. It was like an oasis in the desert, cool and refreshing. I discovered things I had never known before. Now, I understand God's will for my life, and I have been blessed by walking in God's path. For the first time in my life, I am happy. To find the Voice of Hope radio in your area, visit the website on your screen. I'm standing here in the Museum of Bergamum. Bergamum actually is the new name for one of the seven churches, Pergamus. Before me is the mock-up or the reconstruction of the altar of Zeus. The real one is in Berlin. We'll go over there in just a moment to check it out. Zeus was the god of all gods. Upon the altar of Zeus, child sacrifices, animal sacrifices. It was not a pretty sight. But Zeus was the most powerful god. Down here, there are depictions of the giants and different ones doing battle with the gods. Right over here, you'll see the one that the Germans actually removed from the Acropolis. It is beautiful, but it is very impressive. And we're going to go visit the one up in that area, at least where they took it from. Tell me now today, when you come across an atheist or you talk with an atheist, what do you tell them? Я им рассказываю истории, которые происходят у нас здесь. I have the opportunity to tell stories. I have a job where I hear testimonies every day, and people tell me how their lives changed. I hear stories that I am unable to retell because they are so mind-blowing. Is there one special story that, that, oh, I don't know, that just says, oh, this is the story, it's so fantastic. Could you share that? We had a special event going on, and we decided to make a few rewarding games for those who donate money. Для нас было главным критерием, что это были постоянные наши слушатели, it didn't matter about the amount as long as they were our regular listeners and made a small donation. We never told them that we were going to mention their names in the program. After this program, a lot of people brought us, they heard our program. And in this program, there was a sister who knew about our program in Radio Russia, but didn't know about Radio Maya she came home on Saturday after church and saw schedule she noticed that our program was aired very late in her time over the Mayak radio she was upset and forgot about it 
For some reason, she couldn't sleep that night, and so she remembered about the program and turned the radio on. And when she turned on her radio, she heard her name and address announced. It's amazing how the Holy Spirit works. I came across stories like that all the time. I lost contact of some friends who I knew and I live with in the same house. I do programs by letters a couple of times and those people who I lost contact with start meeting me. And they told me they heard the radio station and they heard my name. They asked me questions about God and where I worked. I know that it's God ministry, even in this way. It was shocking and interesting for them to listen to my voice on the radio, who they knew once was not a Christian, and it became interesting for them to start listening. And when I met with them, they asked me where I worked and wanted to know what kind of God I'm talking about. Galena, in our story today, started out by trying to convince people that there was no God. After all, the astronauts have been to outer space and they didn't see a God. And can you believe it? When she first heard about the Adventist church, people tried to tell her that those people offered child sacrifices. But Voice of Hope changed all that. Galena has now been working for 16 years in the Voice of Hope Bible School, helping people to discover the truth about God. I'm standing here in the area of the ancient city of Pergamum, and the New Testament book of Revelation tells us that Pergamum is the place where Satan had his temple. In fact, behind me here is the altar of Zeus, the chief god of the Greeks. And in fact, they did offer child sacrifices here at this location. The letter to the Church of Pergamum says that these people here remained faithful and true to God, despite all the environment around them. Galena also lives in a land of unbelief, and for all these many years, her work and witness has led many, many people to find the true God. That's a challenge to us as well. You and I need to remain true and faithful to God despite any influences that may exist around us. One way you can be faithful is to help ministries like AWR to uplift the truth before this world of unbelief. I'll be looking for your contact. AWR is your mission radio. If you'd like to partner with us, give us a call today. 1-866-503-3531 or write us at 12501 Old Columbia Pike, Silver Spring, Maryland 20904 or log on to our website www.awr.org 
Thank you for watching and please join us again for another exciting gospel adventure because around the world, AWR is making waves.